Do you like appliances? Are you looking for a new refrigerator? Do you ever want something to chat about around that new refrigerator? Well, well boy, welcome to we Fridge Chat. Refrigerator talk. You know, the thing you do at the office with your coworkers when you don't know you need a good topic of something to say. Oh, I think it's water cooler chat. Yes, duh, it is. Anyways, we have a wild show, lots of twists and turns. Plenty Guess of, who's hung um, over? Well, Diva, the Diva herself. H to the U to the N to the G to the hold it. Puke. Oh, what? I okay. did throw up. Okay, I gotta go. Enjoy. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is spot at gmail.com. Now I'm with the show. Hi, you sloppy, you stupid little fuck you, nasty little fuck you, dirty little fuck you, dirty little nasty little nasties. You're a bunch of little nasty little fucks. One of the seconds with Big Dipper and Meepaw and Meepaw, that's Big Dipper, and I am hungover. Are you feeling nasty? Am I feeling dirty? Dirty? Are you feeling like a nasty, dirty girl? Are you feeling too dirty to clean my act up? Ladies, gentlemen, gentlemen somebody bring the, al- ring the alarm. No, bring <coughs> it. First, they need to bring the alarm. Over bring the alarm. You. And then we will ring the alarm. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll go ring into Beyonce's alarm. ring the alarm. I've been through so this too did- long. I've been... <laughs> Down, I don't know the rest of the lyrics. I'll be damned if I About see another, another chick on, on your arm. arm. Yeah, that's good songwriting. Did you see in that interview that Beyonce said it could take me a whole year to go through all the sounds that I want to decide how to do? Use? Did you see that? All the sounds I've decided to. She'll like she she basically she said in her songwriting process she'll like listen to all the sounds like what kind of digital keyboard sound or what kind of mm. snare sample or what kind of whatever in making digital music and making the beats. I could see that she's That's such dedication. a per- she seems like such a perfectionist. Tell me about your gig last night, bitch. I got hungover. I came oh home. God, I vomited. So I threw up all over my downstairs bathroom. Um, it was a really fun time. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, you've got mail. Yes. Spelled M-A-L-E, which is a little, okay. Um, it's, <laughs> it's a 90s to 2005 party where okay. everyone performs a song from that. And so I, on Wednesday was like, I'm going to start thinking about a song to do. And then Wednesday night I get a text from Pinche being like, Hey, is it okay if I come stay with you this whole weekend? And I was oh. like, I was like, oh yeah, what's going on? And she was like, well, Rubella just came down, got contracted COVID, so I was gonna stay right. with Rubella. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And it's Wednesday night, and I was like, what day on what time on Friday are you coming in? And she goes, I'm coming in Thursday morning at 10 a.m. Ah! <laughs> I was like, ah! So she got in the car, and I because she was gonna be here, I just thought like. Let me do a number that's an easy costume to make. And so I did dirty because it's a bra, panties, and chaps. And I made it all in like a couple hours. Oh, you made it fresh. So this wasn't one that's in your repertoire. 
No, but I think it will be. It's a fun song. Did you know at the end of it, there's literally a minute and a half of just, let's get dirty, 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 dirty. I want to get dirty. It's a five-minute song. It is a five. Songs used to be five minutes. Songs used to be five minutes, and in the 90s to early 2000s. To 2005. To 2005. (laughs) They just faded out. They would just uh-huh. keep repeating and fade out. And I'm so glad that we're done with that. You like a good, a smooth one minute and 45 seconds of a song. And then I like to get off the stage. <laughs> you know that song, Kiss Me More? Yes, I love that song. What are Sis's lyrics? There's a whole TikTok just about how SZA never enunciates. And like you can't tell what she's saying. Do you know on Industry Baby, the Lil Nas X song? Yeah. Uh, the like the actual like the song starts with like the chorus and there's like there's lyrics, but like what feels like the true first verse where he's going, God, get out, done, get out, you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The lyrics are like, gotta get this album done, blah, blah, blah. Uh, His enunciation is so stylized and people like stylized enunciation they do um we're gonna talk about christian walker's dad running for senate running for a senate seat yes he's running for senate but i did Um, see somewhere online you know i like to check up on the headlines and not get into the article he's friends with a very close friends with like a a pray the gay away person and he has a gay son he's like anti-gay right but you know christian walker does not identify as gay he does yeah but there's identify... a video of him dancing that identifies him as gay. <laughs> no i think i think he literally has politicized his identity so much so that he's like i don't okay so he has a podcast called uncancelable good for cancelable? him is that a word no cancelable that actually seems like it would be a word. Let's look yeah. it up. I mean, it makes sense that it's a word. Uh, but anyhow, he... Uncancelable girl, may not be. Cancelable. It's just like a lot of syllables, right? Cancelable is a word, but uncancelable? It is a word. He did that. He, he sure did that. Um, Girl, to me, like, it, it, when people present like christian walker they're so far gone that i have a hard time like it was i don't know i don't know we talked about this before but like i don't know how i felt about bob like it was not went down i didn't under i didn't fully understand who christian bob interviewed christian walker it's on bob's youtube it's right insane i watched the whole thing i didn't understand christian walker's connection to anything i didn't understand his like status in the online i don't even know how to say that how do you say that his popularity his status he's like well known he's like a a big following figure making trolly fucking videos he basically did what tommy lauren did except he doesn't have a youtube show because he was rich like he has so much money from his from his parents now i believe he's turning that into a brand so he is you know it's it's 
his podcast now. I just... But he talks about wanting a big, strong man. He talks about wanting to have sex with men. No, I'm saying he is gay. He literally says... But he, he, like, doesn't identify as gay. He's like, I will never say that I am LGBTQ. I am a person who likes men or something. And it's like, thank you. Well, he says that because he... Um, he's like, I'll never, never be a part of all of that Alphabet City Rainbow Coalition, you know, whatever. Not Rainbow Coalition, not Jesse Jackson. Um, but you, like, it's just, it's so twisted, and it comes from talk about privilege. Like to have as much privilege as that to not see the problems of the world, like to be so it. sort of removed oh, from it, and that, that there's no reality because he lives over in Beverly Hills. And uh-huh. so the whole time that um, Black Lives Matter was happening, he kept on being like, the bla- the BLMers are coming over to my neighborhood and they're going to burn my house down. Girl. And like all this crazy stuff. And that just reminds me, I you know the Nextdoor app where you can like kind of keep track of like everything that's happening in your neighborhood? Yeah. There's this wild post that's like blowing up right now um, on our Nextdoor app where this person is like, how come Beverly Hills is clean and there's no garbage on the street, but our neighborhood, Los Feliz, is covered in homeless people and is dirty? We need to figure out what they're doing over there to get these homeless people off the street and, like, clean up the neighborhood. And it's like, yeah, well, over there, you get arrested for being homeless. Like, you you can't be a homeless person walking down the street. They will arrest you and take you in. Like, there's no rules over in Beverly Hills like that. Right. Like, it's like, what are they doing over there? It's uh, long-term systemic racism yeah. and payola from a high tax bracket to keep the streets clean in Beverly Hills. It's like not a... I, and he kept on being like, no one wants to come to LA. Everyone wants to only hang out in West Hollywood. And, da, 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 da. and this post is like uh, 10 paragraphs of just elitist trash. And it's like, how about instead of trying to figure out how to uh, make homeless people feel terrible or bad... Uh, you figure out how to help them. End of little girl and the bullshit of um this California recall election. God, damn do you it. think he's gonna get recalled? I think he is. It's, I voted no, but I think he is. It's well, I was listening to something. I I sure should hope he doesn't. I was listening to something, but it feels um complicated why isn't voting more simple because the people who want to maintain their power make it complicated for everyone like it it, it, there should be two points to this vote there should be should there be a recall and then there should be election because what is complicated is that second question of if there is a recall who should get so if the first answer is yes in california then someone who gets seven percent of the vote on the end second question Where? they could become the governor seven percent that, that's and how it's arnold because schwarzenegger became the governor in a recall election honestly if he would have run again i probably would oh no he's terrible trash he who is nice trash reindeer who isn't trash let's come up with a list of people who aren't trash oprah well she had that school where they were wait what happened with the school i think it's closed now i think something was going on at her school in africa um who isn't trash who isn't whoopi goldberg 
She's always Whoopi. on the right side of history. Whoopi is not trash at all. Um, who else is a person? AOC, I don't think is trash. I've never been critical of anything she's done. Personally. Is that too polarizing? Too that polarizing might, a statement. That might be too polarizing because I think that sometimes, as much as I love AOC, I think sometimes she serves herself a little bit. Well, there's there's also the thing of like, um, we live in this like systemic, we live in this society that is so based on these like old timey rules, right? Of yeah. Like the way, you know, these parties and like blah, blah, blah. So I support all of the most radical left that I can be. Um, but sometimes when people go like, we're all going to abstain from this vote in order to prove a point that the compromise isn't good enough, then bad shit happens. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And so sometimes I get like, I'm like, fuck, what is the best way? But it's often a catch-22. And it's like, I'd rather, you know, support a politician who is strong in their morals and their morals are like, um, everyone deserves, you know, everything they can get. Um I don't know. We should. I don't talk like about a politics. liar. I don't like a liar. And the, you know who lied to me last night? Who? One of the Go Go Boys. He, What'd they say? He didn't lie with his mouth. He lied with his body. I said, "Explain that." Everyone, whip him out. And well, he, what? Not everyone okay. did, but he did. And when yeah. he did, it was wrapped in a sock. It had a it had like a a bulky sock on it that then he put a cock ring over the sock to hold it onto his junk and then he put his underwear over that and I thought to myself so you're adding heft also when someone tips you and they want to go grab a little you know dick cleavage they're gonna get sock well they you put on pads you don't have hips. But I don't want anyone to... T- I'm not asking anyone to touch it. I don't know that a lot of those go-go boys are asking people to touch their dick. They're asking to be tipped for looking hot. Well, in that case, he is not a liar. He is a performer. <laughs> He's a performer with the strong aesthetic and the skills to translate that to an audience. You know what I love is that one go-go who was like, I have a... T- I'm not going to name names, but they were like, I have a small dick, and I'm okay with that, and I like it, and here, and he kept showing it to us. Oh, he did do a lot of dick showing. Well, let's be honest. His his feature was on the backside. Yeah, he gives great ass. And he's a bottom. So to give great ass and be a bottom and be thrilled with that? I mean, what more could you want? Do you think a lot of people with tiny dicks, or I guess not tiny dicks, just like smaller dicks? I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, choose to be a bottom because they don't want a top or because it's because they think that people will not like that? Or it's, is it's it just probably, like It's definitely probably a tendency, but I also know as a person who has a attempted many, many times to bottom and just had trouble with it. I prefer Sometimes You prefer it? Well, I, I don't know. I like all dick shapes and sizes, but like sometimes I really want just a tiny dick in my butt. Right. No, I'm saying... As a person who has attempted to bottom multiple times, 
it's only ever really worked out well, like once or twice in my whole sexual history. Mm. My ass just like isn't craving that. So if I had some sort of like exterior motive that was like, I have to be a bottom, sometimes the biology comes up against it. So what you're saying is that your boochy cat can't handle the meat. Boochie cat. My boochie cat can't handle that. Okay, now that's a bop. We're going to edit that out. Yeah, where it's like, hello, sir. That's a baseball bat. My boochie cat can't handle handle that. that. Boochie cat. Booch, 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 boochie cat. Do you feel like it took us 25 minutes? DJ, run that back. Boochie cat. Booch, booch, boochie cat. I said run that back. Boochie cat. Booch, 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 cat. Uh, do you feel like it took us 25 minutes to actually be ready to podcast today? Yes, but I think it was because I was hungover, and now I'm committing and, to it. And I've just been worried about the internet this entire time, so I've oh, been distracted. Oh, yes. From the Red Lion Inn in Palm Springs, <laughs> you cannot get the good Wi-Fi. I, you know what I'm ex- actually super, super excited about, and part of the reason why I will not be attending My a lot- arms? Sorry, go ahead. I'm just looking <laughs> My, at them. They look nice. Yeah, they look big, but we're at a low angle. Um, okay. I'm going to Chicago on September seventh. Oh, I'll be performing for my first time at Roscoe's, and I'm just super excited to be out in the world again. And like Strabble's picking up, and I guess I understand the Delta variant is running rampant, but we're gonna be doing everything to stay safe. And then from Chicago, I'm going to New York, which I haven't been to in years, and you know. At least twice a year, I make like a one or two week trip out to New York. So, because wait, remind me because I'm not 100% sure. I did did used to live live in New York. Oh, work, bitch. But I am not staying. This is going to be, I'm staying in Williamsburg this time. Oh, I'm not staying in the Lower East Side, but it's very close to the L train. I'm going to be there for Bushwick. I'm going to see the dolls at Bushwick. I'm so, so jealous of that. I, have I ever told this story about the the last Bushwig that I went to? I had, um, this is why, I don't know, do you have, uh, I'm going to make a couple points and then I'm going to say the story about Bushwig, but. Okay. Do Everyone you have in. positive relationships with your exes? No. I don't have any <laughs> relationships with them. Got it. I have a great relationship with my ex The last time I ran into my ex was at Bushwig two years ago. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. And, and I, gave them a, I gave them a hug. And they um, were like, do you want to grab a drink? And I went, no. I'm and good. I just walked away. I said, like, hi. Hugged. I said, how are you doing? They are like, great. I was like, I'm great, too. And then I walked away. I'm great, too. I, I, everything um, in my life is fine. You didn't ruin me. So, so I, when I broke up with my ex boyfriend who I lived with in New York, is this the one the that breakup looks just was like you, challenging? Oh. What's that? So, is this the one that looks just like you but hot? Uh, the one that I met at Hot Dog. Oh no, that's my ex boyfriend from Chicago. Oh. Uh. Um, but when I broke up with my ex-boyfriend from New York, I feel like this was after we broke up or right before we broke up. It must have been at, God, what if it was before and I'm just awful? 
all things are possible through well we went to bushwig together and he never dresses up he's like an older man who would always wear like j crew outfits and like i know you love j crew and he he had like really refined like elegant taste and i dressed him in an outfit from the rainbow store up the street i put a wig on him i put a sparkly bejeweled hat on him and he came with me to bushwig and i performed and he was there with me and then and then he broke up with him. Well, what we really did, which is crazy, is after we broke up, we went to Iceland together because I had a gig in Iceland and it had there were two tickets and he was going to come with me. So he came with me and it was like our closure trip. I'm sorry, a closure trip? No. When I break up with someone, it's over, and you will never hear from me again, and I will only talk shit about you. Uh, yeah. Not that's a why closure you, trip. That's why you and I are different. We had tickets. I was like, do you still want to come? He was like, yes, let's 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 go to Iceland. So I we, we went to Iceland, and um, everyone who was on this trip were like couples. There were only a few single guys there, and we were staying together, and we were always together, obviously. So we didn't tell anyone that we were broken up. We just sort of pretended like we were still dating. Huh. That's Too weird. intimate for you? Let's take a break. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion. There's plenty of vegetable and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box 
plus 20% off your next box. That's code SLOPPYSECONDS50 at factormeals.com slash SLOPPYSECONDS50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. We are back. And we're black. Did you ever watch High School Musical? I know this is a random yes. question, but I'm just trying to pivot. Yes, okay. but I wasn't start- like, super obsessed with it. I just, like, I watched the first one, and maybe the second one, I think. So was it the start of something new for you? Is this the start of something new? I, it wasn't. You but just I- rewrote the melody of this. No, I was doing the harmony. Um, I mm, just got it, got it, got as it, got a theater it. kid, I think that I was like interested in watching like anything about high school theater. Does Do that... you know that Kenny Ortega, who directed High School Musical, also directed Newsies? Did you know this? What a step down! But I guess it makes sense. They're both Disney. What a step down! Sure, maybe maybe like artistically, you're like High School Musical is so cheesy. But, bitch, what a step up. That man made so much money on High School Musical. And now they have that TV show that's like yeah, High girl, School the brand Musical, is The Musical. The TV show, yeah. Yeah. It is a TV show about kids in high school doing High School Musical, I guess. Which is where Olivia Rodrigo first started acting. Olivia Rodrigo. Everyone's like, she came out of nowhere. She's a new star. She's a hit or whatever. And it's like, no, she's been in the scene for a minute she just didn't sing she didn't have an album yeah it's very ariana grande like you know ariana grande it's was giving like very ariani under, it's something similar to an ariani vibe um <laughs> <laughs> no okay so what's crazy about high school musical is as a grown-up adult human person it did in fact change my life oh i guess you were an adult at that point what did it do for you did you ever watch glee Okay, I we'll did watch it. Glee. I did too. Why did we do that? Because I was gay. That's why I watched it. I It almost felt like required viewing. And I got joy out of it. But upon looking back, I was like, I don't know that I liked this. I, I just know it. I was obsessively watching it. Exactly. I would like, I remember I would come home and like watch it before I went to school the next day. So that I could have something to talk about. Like refrigerator talk. What do they call that? Water cooler talk. <laughs> well, I know what this episode is going to be called. Refrigerator, refrigerator talk. talk. Talking no, about refrigerators. Musical... <laughs> when they delivered your refrigerator to your apartment, did they take nope. it out of the box for you? It did. I've never had that experience. Oh. Girl, I've always lived in these like rinky-dink spots. My current fridge started leaking. I called oh, a repairman. Yeah. He like snaked the back. For like 70 bucks, he fixed it. But both the handles have fallen off the fridge now. And I just still use Welcome it. it was wel- Welcome to L.A. Welcome to L.A. Welcome to what L.A. Was in the apartment. That's that's why I use it. But let me tell you about High School Musical while the we're musical. talking about ref- refrigerators. Refrigerators. Um, 
no, when I was freshly, like, I think I was graduated from college, so I was an adult person. I saw High School Musical, and I was like, this is so cheesy, but there's something about this aesthetic that I love. If you, aside from, like, the raunchy sexual nature to the music and the videos that I make, there is an aesthetic similarity between the sort of, like, camp factor, brightness, and choreographed nature of all of what High School Musical is and how I make my videos. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. I understand Okay. That. So when I saw that, I was like, holy shit. I was working at a theater camp and the yelling faculty- Yelling at young kids. Yelling at young kids to learn how to use their voice and their movement. Um, I taught a script- are you kidding? I taught a script analysis class. I can't f- I can't read a book without falling asleep after two pages and I taught a script analysis class. Is that not shocking? How do you analyze a script? What are we doing in there? Beginning middle Well, end? you know, there's like you know what? There's that whole thing you learn in theater school. There's the inciting action, there's the oh, exposition, right. there's the like so, you know, whatever. Okay. But all back to high school musical. I was at this theater camp and I I convinced the entire staff I love everyone, the lighting designers, like not even the performing staff, everyone. I taught them all a huge dance number, and we did. We're all in this together from High School Musical. What the hell is wrong with you? It was a huge We're hit. all in this. Yes. That's where they yes. do the sidesteps and the pumps. Yeah, they do the pumps and the sidesteps and the overhead clap. It is so embarrassing to think about, and it is so silly and stupid, but honestly... That set a trajectory for me. I like went back. I, that was like my junior year of college. I went back to college and I was like, I'm a choreographer now. I like choreographed a musical. Then when I graduated, I started choreographing stuff and it led me to like do all the dancing that I do now at my Big Dipper shows. So that's truly how High School Musical changed and shaped my life. Well, good for you. High School Musical. Um, I do live. I <laughs> couldn't get into it. What changed my life was when I <laughs> went to that boarding arts high school and I thought it was going to be like high school musical. And then it turned out to be like way harder. <laughs> Why was it hard? Well, because there was things they were like, okay, this year's musical is thoroughly modern Millie. G- like over the summer, you should probably take some tap dancing lessons if you want to be in this play. And so, like, over the summer, I had I luckily had already been taking tap lessons, like, before I even went to that school. So I knew how, like, the basics of tap dance. But, like, they basically were, like, setting everyone up to be like, okay, and this summer when you go home to visit your family, home. go take tap dance. Like, find a tap dance thing in your thing if you want to be a part of this music. So it was like, we never got to, like, not be learning something and i was like it's summer i want to go home and just like fucking relax and not have to deal with anything not take tap dancing not have to like work on my flexibility not have to work on a bunch of scripts or like start rehearsing for three and months before- five six seven eight i okay explain this to me i think i want to take dance lessons you should i've been thinking 100%. about it i want to take dance lessons and i want to take voice lessons again Yes, you have an amazing vibrato. We all know this. Uh, and I. Ah! Okay, no vibrato in that. Wait, how do I. You know what I would like what to see have happen hit? for you? 
I would like to hear you boldly sing Jesse J's verse from Bang Bang. What is her verse? You know, when we come back from our next break, uh-huh. I'll 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 open it up with that, but Bang. All right, let's 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 take a break and we'll come back with a a, a song selection and some voicemails. It's mix mix Scotto. It's frizz in the bottle. No, I said it's sticky full throttle. It's out out swimming in the grotto, winning the lotto. This is crazy. Like an hourglass, but can give it to you all the time. She got a booty like a Cadillac, but I can send you into overdrive. Oh, you've been waiting for that. Stop, hold up, swing your bat. See, anybody could be glad to you. You need a good girl to blow your mind. Isn't that crazy that that's the entire verse and then the horror starts? That's the Jesse J part. It's crazy that those are the words. Lyrics are so funny. When you ever look at actual lyrics from famous pop song, swing your back, swing your back. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you have it. That's all right. Are you ready? You got some voice notes. She might have let you out the head to school, but I'm gonna show you how to graduate. I do have voicemails. Hey, Big Dipper and Meatball. I just have a question. Is body dysmorphia gay? Because Whoa. I have always been fat. Like, not just like chunky, but like fat. And then I went to the gay club for the first time when I was like 20-something. And I realized that I was atrocious, right? Because body dysmorphia. Ugh. Then I lost 140 pounds. And now I'm starting Whoa. to gain a little bit back. Because I realized that I still wasn't hot. So is body dysmorphia real? And if it is, is it gay? Goodbye. Whoa. Intense. You know, this is not a hungover question. You know what I mean? You can't handle this. Um, It's real. It's real. You just literally described it. You you literally said that you thought that you were disgusting. You lost 140 pounds or something. And then we're still disgusted with yourself. Like, that is the definition to me. Yeah, it, body dysmorphia is completely real and I think very rampant in the in the gay community. I I can only speak from sort of like like a a male perspective, like a guy who sleeps with guys because my I had a lot of crazy fucked up body issues until I found the bear aesthetic and the bear community and then i realized like oh i actually have something to offer that people are into and for a long time i didn't feel that way and so because of that i was like oh now i have more confidence and more power but i think a lot of people in the in the in the gay scene you know, it's boiled down to sex and sex appeal. And I think that's universal. But I think there's a lot of like, oh, if you're not giving the body that we all see on Instagram, then you're not worth it. And uh, that contributes to a ton of uh, dysmorphia. Absolutely. Um, is it gay? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Um, 
I Next. don't know how to. Uh, well, yeah, but I just want to say I don't know how to make you love your body. I don't. I think maybe so. Therapy could help. Yeah. Um, talking about it, therapy, finding not... people that find you attractive for who you for your personality and your body. Yes. Also, don't seek out like a fucking you know chaser. Like, or don't seek out, like, a bikini party with eight-pack abs, and that's 90% of the room, because you'll feel like garbage. Yeah. Go where there are regular people. You know what I mean? Exactly. All right. Next call. Hey, Defer. Hey, Meatball. So, what I'm about to say isn't necessarily sloppy, Hello. but she is messy. So, I just went to my local bar because <laughs> Detox was performing and come to find out they did not give her her money. After she did an amazing job, <gasps> she turned the fucking stunt bitch. But what? yeah, they mm-hmm, decided to not pay her. If you want, I can be shady and tell you the name as well. But I think y'all can do some investigation on that part. All right? Thanks. Love the pod. Bye. Oh, I thought this. I thought there was a question. What do you Wait, think? Of- but so how does this person know that detox didn't get paid? Maybe she posted something. But let's talk about payment. Let's talk about payment. I do not understand. Like, I understand a lot of time, like, the money comes from the door at a lot of the shows that I do. So it makes sense to kind of wait to the end of the, of the night right. for someone to count all that money and then pay you guys out. But, like, a show where they're, like, flying you in or for someone like Detox, it's a set amount. You know how much that girl's getting. You can't, right. at the end of the night, be like, sorry, we're going to get it to you later. I want my money now. It's my this money is, and I want it now. It's my money and I want it now. Okay, so do you remember like last last or in 2019 when I was like helping you with booking stuff? Yeah. We would write stuff into the contract that was like a deposit and then the money gets paid before the performance. Yes, 30 minutes before I perform because that gives them the leeway to be like, well, at least you're here. Like, I need right. to sit down and 30 minutes beforehand, I want the money in my hand and then I will happily go on that stage. And and it's interesting because some people go like, whoa, that's wild. And it's like, yeah, okay. One thing, if the party really is, the entire budget comes from the door. They can't pay you out until they count all the money. Like, that's yeah. totally fine. But exactly like you're saying, if you have an agreement, if you have a contract, if you're flying someone somewhere, then you're running a business. And oftentimes, if it's like a monthly party or a weekly party and they always have out-of-town talent, they're using the money from last week to pay for this week's party. It's like it's each event is not its own microcosm. It's an ongoing business because yeah. sometimes they have crazy busy nights and they make tons of money. And other times they have have kind of flops and so that's why it's a ongoing business so it, it's just shady to me i've played so many parties where i've agreed to do it in town for just like a couple hundred bucks and they took like a month to pay and you feel crazy texting someone and hunting down two hundred dollars one hundred dollars yeah. like just a little i remember when i was in new york and i played a gig and it took three months for me to get one hundred dollars and i I felt crazy, and then I was like, it's the principle of it. It's yeah. not about the money. It's the fact that you have been curving me for three months, and you agreed to pay me this money, and I put in the effort to perform at your party. There's a party here that's like that, where it's like... I know. You'll do the show, and then it takes two weeks, and then they're like, oh, yeah, my Venmo got messed up, so I can't... like." And I was like, 
this person lives downtown and i was like i live down the street you got a hundred dollar bill i'll come pick it up and i know it's just a hundred dollars or whatever but like when in your mind you've planned on having that hundred dollars to do whatever usually for me it's to like have cash to buy stuff like right (laughs) yeah that's normally what people do with money people is buy things no but like yeah no but like (laughs) i wanted the cash and like i don't want the The venmo account because i don't need it to go into my bank like i need invisible money sometimes so i can buy fabric downtown anyway well it's also it's it's just the principle like i shouldn't have to wait a week you know that you have to pay me it's exactly what this caller said it's not sloppy it's messy let's listen to our last voicemail Mess, 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 mess. This one's for you. Oh. Hello. So I'm making it a little bit late with this. Hello. I'm answering the first questions about hair loss solutions. Uh, I am 32 years old. But I noticed my hair started thinning a few years ago. Um, the tipping point actually was when I went to a drag show at Toucan. And on one of the monitors, there was the camera was pointed at the stage, but I could see the back of my head sitting in the front row, and there was like a big old thin spot. There. So I started Rogan pretty much the next day, Rogan. and that had been working pretty well for a while, um, but that only works on the crown of the head. So for mm. kind of all over, near the forehead too, I started doing Propecia or Finasteride, and um, those two together work pretty well. I think that's what Hims and Keeps uses also. Um, and then I also take Biotin every day and Nioxin Thinning Shampoo. I'm pretty happy with all the results, so hope that helps. Bye! Wow, that's like a whole regimen. I guess I should really get on it because I think the front is starting to thin now too. Yeah, maybe. I can't really tell. I know that I'm going to be one of those people that goes bald like just behind this. Like I'm going to oh, have, like, have a, a little tuft in the front. Tuft in the middle front and then all this like right here is thin. I think I might try to do the hair. What is that? Transplant? Yeah. And just have a scar on the back of my head. It comes yeah, back no. thick. Everybody that we know that's gotten it has a great you know, hairline. A lot of people who got that hair transplant. A lot of the mom girls got it. She a got it mo- like an hour. Here's a fun and one. She really okay, grow call her in and hair. guess. Guess What'd you say? who? I said call in and guess who of the mom. No, don't do girls. that. Now you're being messy. Okay. Let's end the show. Hey, caller, thank you for the hair growth advice. I did order something, some generic, uh, uh, like chemical topical thing that is the ingredient in Rogaine on Amazon, and so I'm gonna start with that product and see how that works for me. Yes, come through, Daddy Bezos. All right, if please uh, call in. <laughs> And let us know um, if you have any questions, if you need life advice, if you want a fuck talk story to share. Let us know. Our number is 213-536-9180. You can email us at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at sloppypod or fat drag meatball on Twitter and spiciest meatball on Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram for our personals. Thank you for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Good. Bye. I'm hungover. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. 
Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.